And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, rural Saskatchewan is buffeted by winds and wildfires overnight. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. Damaging wind gusts were reported across the province of Saskatchewan overnight. The highest gust recorded was 131 kilometers an hour at Moose Jaw shortly before 10 p.m., a new record for the month of October, besting the old record of 119 on October 16, 1991. Regina's wind gusts reached 119 kilometers an hour, while Saskatoon saw wind gusting to 113k per hour. APAS President Todd Lewis farms near Gray, south of Regina, Fortunately, he says power lines in his area are underground. So this time of year, typically most of the bins in, in are full, so uh, I think that was uh, fortunate as well. But uh, oh, I noticed uh, there was a uh, few people in the area that were pretty concerned about uh, sheds that were under construction and so on and haven't heard anything of any damage to them. But uh, uh, I know my brother's house, uh, his uh, shingles took a beating, and, and uh, I think if there's any loose shingles in the country, they're, they're uh, more than loose today. Firefighters around the province have been battling grass fires whipped up by the gusty wind. Fire crews from Yorkton responded to nine fires between yesterday and this morning. An evacuation order has been lifted for communities in west-central Saskatchewan near the Alberta border. Burstall and then Leader were evacuated after high winds fanned wildfires in the area last night. Tim Geiger is the reeve of the arm of Happy Land based in Leader. He says power is still out in the area and numerous residents came out to battle the wildfires. There was a huge response area south of a leader, approximately 20 miles south. And the, the fire originated someplace in the border area of Alberta. We're not sure. And there was so much smoke here, you couldn't tell what was going on. It was, it was really, really heavy. It was a major problem. You had a lot of smoke, but you were able to put the fires out. What helped there? There was a huge coordinated effort, uh, a lot of maintainers from other RMs, firefighting. I think there was eight or ten firefighting units there. and There was a lot of farm machinery out there, cultivating fields, double disking fields, that sort of thing. Uh, huge response. A lot of tankers coming from near and far, 40 miles away with water, you know, things like that. It, it was a huge response. Now, I understand you've got no power at all? No, there's no power here at all. Uh, I think from what I've understood here, SAS Power is having crews in the area to uh, assess any damage to the area. I don't think they want to start the whole grid without knowing what problems there might be because they could start some more fires again. So I think that's one of the issues. And you had some rain that will help quench the fire last night? We had a tiny little shower at about 9 o'clock or so, 9.30, maybe 8.30, I can't remember. It just wet the ground, and I'm sure that was a was a big help with some of the fires. Some of the fires had been put out by then, but then others flared up again, and you know we were fighting those kinds of things. You said earlier to me that there had been three fires. Care to estimate how many people were helping to battle these three blazes? Oh, that's impossible to, to estimate. There was hundreds. I would think a few hundred people. You know, it's it's a huge response area. Like north of us in the Etonia, west of Etonia area, in the Manchario area, there was a, a big fire there, and there would have been a big response from Alberta from the north and there. And, you know, it, it's, it's just a huge response. Tim Geiger is the reeve of the arm of Happy Land, based in Leader. At a news conference later this morning, RCMP say three structures and four farms were damaged by the wildfire. 
However, the severity of the damage is still being assessed. Power remains out at sporadic locations, including Leader. Some livestock may have been lost in the fire, but the full impact is still not known. A fatal car crash near Burstall at midnight last night may be related to the heavy smoke, evacuation and wildfires. One person was killed in a single vehicle crash. Two men were seriously injured fighting the fires and have been taken to hospitals in Alberta. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. Federal Finance Minister Bill Morneau has announced changes to his passive investment proposal. The adjustment to Morneau's original proposal comes after an onslaught of complaints from entrepreneurs, doctors, farmers and tax professionals. Norm Hall from Winyard is Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. He believes a unified voice among farm groups and small business pushed the government to make changes. The day before the closure, there was 20,000 submissions made and there was more pouring in on the Monday, Tuesday, the October 2nd, which was the closure date and, and uh, the third, the day after. But when government gets that kind of response to a uh, anything, that means there's there's something major going on and and uh, they need to listen. On the trade front, NAFTA talks are going into overtime. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer says the talks are being extended into next year. Lighthizer says he's surprised and disappointed at the stubbornness of the Canadian and Mexican negotiating teams. This followed the U.S. tabling new demands, including dismantling Canada's supply management system for dairy, gutting the dispute settlement mechanism, and adding a sunset clause that could end NAFTA after five years. Hall says the U.S. is not being reasonable. Is somebody going to invest 100 or two or $500 million in a, in a plant based on, on this kind of a deal? And I don't think so. So it, it's basically for them to keep their own businesses in the U.S. There's some uh, unreasonable demands being made. While the prospects for the negotiations appear somewhat less than positive, Hall says he remains hopeful that an agreement can be reached, noting that Congress has to pull the U.S. out of NAFTA, and he points out Canada won't sign a bad deal. Manitoba Agriculture has released its final crop report for the year, and the report provides an overview of the 2017 growing season. Ann Kirk is a crop specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. Seeding was wet in the spring, but a prolonged period of dry summer weather affected the crop. And we only started getting rain throughout the province, say, mid-September. So we had low levels of disease and insect pressure in general throughout the entire growing season. Uh, We had really good crop quality conditions due to the low levels of disease and dry conditions at the beginning of harvest. Um, And also some really good yields for the spring cereals and canola. And we did see some lower, but maybe more average yields for soybeans. Uh, and it's expected that, you know, overall the yields for um, some of those later season crops might be a bit lower because of the dry conditions during uh, seed filling. Kirk says crop yields for spring cereals and canola were better than average in many areas of Manitoba. The spring wheat yields range from 50 to over 100 bushels per acre. So we did see some really impressive spring wheat yields. It was a really good year for uh, spring cereals in general. Also for oats, the range was 90 to 180 bushels per acre. Um, and for barley, it ranged from 65 to 120. So in all spring cereals, we saw some very impressive yields. Kirk says there are a couple of reasons for the better-than-average yields. Due to the fact that we had the fairly wet fall last last season, we had a lot of soil moisture, um, you know, under... Not in the subsurface soil moisture that probably carried those plants through uh, the growing season. So it was quite dry, and we did see, you know, some much lower 
spot in average precipitations, but having that subsoil moisture really helped. And also having dry conditions during when we would typically see a lot of diseases. We saw really low levels of diseases in the fields for cereals this year, uh, which would have helped a lot. Kirk says canola crops also did well despite some problems. In some areas of the province, there was some reseeding due to early spring frosts and uh, some wet conditions. In some areas, canola did get off to a rather poor start, um, also due to some poor seedbed conditions. But on average, canola actually did really well this growing season. Uh, The yield range was about 30 to 65 bushels per acre. Um, And... Yeah, in uh, the northwest and central region, we'd you know the average would have been closer to to about fifty to sixty bushels per acre. Uh, in the inter lake, it was forty to fifty bushels for the average. So we did see some very good canola yield. Kirk says there's still some harvest activity going on in Manitoba. There are still some crops out, but pretty limited numbers. Uh, soybeans are pretty much finished in the central east and interlake region. In the northwest and southwest, we do have a few um, soybeans remaining, maybe twenty percent and under. Uh, in terms of corn, uh, corn is just getting started in the southwest region. In the central region, uh, it's about 20 to 25% completed. As for sunflowers, uh, I don't have an estimate for the central region, but in the east, they're about 25% completed. And then seeing some corn uh, corn out in the field as well. Kirk's germination and stand establishment of winter cereals is good, but seeded acres are down across Manitoba. Dry weather and last year's winter kill have resulted in fewer acres to winter wheat and fall rye this year. Kirk says there's been some rainfall, but more is needed to replenish dry soil reserves. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola gained a dollar ten at four seventy six sixty four. Oats rose seventy cents at one fifty one eighty nine. Number one red spring wheat decreased a dollar sixty three at two twenty five fifty five. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred sixty dollars and twelve cents. Feed barley one fifty six sixty five, flax four fifty twenty five, yellow peas two seventy two twenty nine, and feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is down two and a half cents at six oh eight and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two fifty three fifty eight or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, October the 18th. Anyone wearing a hat today, you're getting your exercise. A nice run here today, 26.75 in the short, 225 cows and bulls, a total of 2,900 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 72 to 82, sales to 84.85. D3 cows, 62 to 72, the cows are averaging 77 cents. Good bulls, 95 to 105, sales to 107, the bulls are averaging 99 cents. Today in our pre-sort, we're featuring Charley cattle. Listen up. Here's some highlights on the steer side. Lots of local buyers interested in these little light steer cows. 330-pound steers, $3. 400-pound tan steers, $278. 500-pound white steers, $253. 550-pound tan steers, $239. 650-pound white steers, $227. My favorite pen, 700-pound tan steers, $221. 780-pound steer calves, $218. We had some yearling steers here. 
750 pound yearling steers 196 and yearling steers 950 pounders 185 on the heifer side 400 pound heifers 237 500 pounders 214 550s 205 650 pound heifers 199 700 pound heifers 187 next week october 25th sale we're featuring semitall cattle but all breeds are welcome my favorite time of the month again, sheep, lamb, goat sale, this Friday, October the 20th. Sale starts at 11 o'clock. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,300 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 136 to 138 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 heads, selling in a range of 140 to 141 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 12 basis points for the daily exchange rate at 1.2548. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 80.13 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated cash markets gained nearly $2 U.S. 100 weight in yesterday's trade, suggesting that packers are having difficulty finding enough supplies to meet their weekday production runs. Daily slaughter levels this week have been down about 6,000 hogs from the level seen last week, which may indicate the hog supply is not large enough to sustain full production at all plants. Also, pork prices have maintained a relatively steady trend, which is supportive to cash markets. It suggests that product is not backed up and or building up in storage. Despite yesterday's cash market strength, the nearby Lean Hog Futures contract lost about $2 yes, 100 weight, or 3% of their value. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch Eaves Troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny, wind west 40 gusting to 60 and a high of 11. Tonight a few clouds, wind west 20 becoming southeast 20 this evening, then becoming southwest 20. Overnight, the low plus 2. Tomorrow mainly sunny, wind southwest 30 gusting to 50, the high 23, the low 6. Friday, sunny, the high 18. Chance of evening showers Friday with a low of 6. Saturday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 13, the low plus 3. Sunday, increasing cloudiness, the high 16, the low plus 2. Monday, sunny and windy with a high of 11, the low minus 2. Tuesday, sunny, the high near 9. The normal high is 10, the normal low minus 4. The sun rose at 726 this morning. It sets at 601 tonight. Around the province, Estevan is 11, Saskatoon 9, Swift Current 7, Weyburn 11, Yorkton is 9. In Regina, with sunny skies, it's 9 degrees, that's 48 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest, 57, gusting to 68. Humidity, 27%, thermometer rising, 101.1. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 10 degrees, winds are from the west-northwest, 54, gusting to 63. Once again, Regina, sunny in 9, that's 48 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.